This episode is sponsored by Cram Crew, your one-on-one in-home tutoring firm committed to flexible learning, personalized support, and proven success. Learn more at cramcrew.com. And KidBiz, a fashion-forward children's clothing and accessories store located in Inwood Village. Learn more at kidbizusa.com. And Stuart Arango, oral surgery. Learn more at saoralsurgeons.com. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And boy, is it hot outside, Martha. <laughs> I mean, it has been 109, like, consi- consistently. And it's just miserable. It's like, why did I even take a shower? I know. I know. <laughs> well, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might as well not, because if you walk from your car into the building, for example, you smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> and your hair looks ugly, so why bother? <laughs> That's kind of where we are in Texas it right really now. Is. It's, bad, it's bad hair time. It just is. No matter what you do, it's bad hair time. I know. Well, it seems like it's about a month after school starts that the evenings, anyways, start getting a little cooler, and I'm very much looking forward to that. I am, too. I cannot wait for fall. I know. Well, fall technically kind of kicks off tomorrow night for Highland Park when we have our first football game, and it's Friday Night Lights, and I'm so pumped up for it. No, I think it's really exciting, and I love that we have all the captains, because there are so many, (laughs) on today, because they're they're just really nice young men, and they're very inspirational. Well, this is our second year to do the captains and have them on the show, and I just, I love how well-spoken they are. They're so polite, they're so articulate, and they're so professional, and do such a good job of talking about the program in general, and just all the positive things that it has to offer. So on today's show, we have Wilson Axley, Wes Giese, Warren Peck, Case Pickleman, and Henry Richter. Guys, thank you for being here. Let's start with you, Wilson, and let's go around and just introduce yourself and tell us how you got into football. I'm Wilson Axley. I play running back, and I got into football when I was, I've played since I was as young as I can remember. Um, I mean, just the why really brought it out of me, I'd say, competitive nature through that and playing against my friends every day, um, whether that be in the backyard or in, at the playground in elementary school. Uh, I'm Henry Richter. I'm a defensive end. I started getting into football uh, just growing up playing flag football. I didn't start playing tackle football until my freshman year of high school. Um, And so that was definitely kind of a different route than everybody else. But just playing flag football, kind of learning how to move your body, and then didn't start playing tackle until my freshman year. I'm Wes Giese. I play cornerback. And, I mean, same as them. I've just been playing football as long as I can remember with the YMCA and just with my friends. I'm Warren Peck. I'm a quarterback, and I really got into football at a very young age, like three or four, just watching my brother's YMCA games and just seeing how fun it looks. I'm Case Pilkelman. I'm a center, and uh, I kind of got into football, you know, since my neighborhood, you know, used to have a lot of kids, and so we just go out and, you know, go out to whoever had the biggest front yard and just, you know, play some football there, and then I got into tackle football in around fifth grade. Well, you guys are doing a great job, and usually there's not quite so many captains. Why is there five this year? <laughs> I mean, we just have a talented team, and we have five, five talented, really talented guys that um, Coach Allen thought would all m- meet the criteria of being captain this year. Well, also, it's a leadership position, so I'm sure it was based on your leadership skills, all of you, you know, which translates so well into college, et cetera. I mean, you're all seniors, so I imagine you're starting to think about that. 
Yes, ma'am. College yeah. is definitely something we're all thinking about right now. It's yeah. definitely very stressful right now. Working yeah. on college essays and stuff. So uh, yeah. We both very know. Stressful. ours. Both of ours just graduated last year, so it feels really good not to have seniors this year. But yeah. more power to you. <laughs> so being a captain, everyone's looking up to you. How do you lead the team? How do you keep them pumped up and energized? Um, I would say, like, you lead by example. You let them know how you want things to be done through your actions and then you go through with it. So if you want everyone to be super excited, you go out there yelling, having fun, and people will follow. I think uh, one of the main things is like, when things get hard, um, you just have to be a type of person that people can look up to. Yeah, I think Wes said it great. Just being someone like people can rely on and look back to if something goes wrong. Like just having that like kind of a, like that brick kind of just to fall back onto and have kind of a sense of home almost like having someone you can go talk to if you're actually struggling on the field or off the field, like just having someone to talk to. Sure. Sure. No, those are interesting comments because I always think of sports as a metaphor for life. Mm -hmm. I really do think so. And it's such great training for life because of that, you know, and I have a question for you all. It has been so hot. <laughs> I was trying to think of an adjective I could say on air. It's been so hot. How is training going? How do you gear up for that kind of thing? I think running camp was extremely important this year. Um, we put the intensity to a new level new level at running camp this year, um, and I think that's been super important uh, going into practice. We've been in better shape than ever before. So, Yeah, I mean, definitely having the indoor helps, too. I, during the summer, we do our summer training from 2 to 4 in the afternoon, so mm -hmm. that's really hot. And so having that indoor is something, a fantastic tool to have that helps us stay from overheating in the summer basically yeah and the trainers are obviously doing their best to uh keep us hydrated they're giving us like pickles and uh <laughs> and you know the gatorade during practice so they're a big help the whole pickle juice thing is so funny to me because <laughs> <laughs> i play tennis and i was watching patrick McEnroe at wimbledon and he was like what's with the pickle juice because all the pros were drinking pickle juice mm -hmm. but apparently it really hydrates you right yeah it's all the sodium in it i'm pretty sure okay helps Helps you retain the, the water. Salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your commitment to football as seniors? Because you're going to have so much else going on. Like, do you get there super early in the morning? You know, for people mm -hmm. out there who don't realize the kind of rigorous schedule you all have. I know on the defensive side of the ball, we have every Monday before our games, we have uh, a meeting at 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, mm -hmm. It's really not that bad, but I mean, they start to add up. And then you watch film as a position group on Tuesdays at usually 7.15, 7 in the morning. Um, Wednesday is usually kind of an off day. You don't really have film. And then Thursdays, um, I know the defensive one and huddles one and two get together. We go watch film at someone's house, um, usually kind of later at night after our team dinner, go home, kind of hang out for a little bit. And then we watch film Thursday night at someone's house. Okay. And I think to add on to that, um, you have the recovery aspect of that as well. Um, trainers do a good job of putting out ice baths and whatnot. Uh, that also takes time to recover, to be able to go at it again the next day. So so Martha's got her son going off to, Blake's going to play football as a freshman. If there was one piece of advice you could give your freshman self, or Blake, what would it be? And we'll get to this and a lot more after this short break. We know how crucial your children's education is to you. The path to success begins at home, and that's why we're thrilled to introduce you to Cram Crew. For over a quarter century, Cram Crew has been the trusted partner of families across Texas, delivering unparalleled one-on-one -on -one, in-home educational services. They understand that every child's learning journey is unique, 
said they've crafted flexible and personalized programs to ensure each student reaches their full potential. What sets Cram Crew apart? They go beyond just tutoring. They offer comprehensive academic support, targeted test preparation, and an invaluable college readiness program. From planning and strategizing to executing applications, Cram Crew provides a roadmap for success in this crucial stage. Because at Cram Crew, they don't just prepare your child for tests, they prepare them for life. Don't leave your child's future to chance. Contact Cram Crew today and make sure your child is ready for the next step in their academic journey. Visit cramcrew.com. That's C-R-A-M-C-R-E-W.com to learn more. As summer wraps up and a new school year approaches, it's time for the most anticipated event of the season, back to school shopping. And what better place to spruce up your child's wardrobe than KidBiz and The Biz, your local neighborhood store in Inwood Village. Born out of a vision to bring fashion-forward designer clothes to kids and teens, KidBiz is not just a store. It's a local style haven run by the dynamic duo Janet and Jay Feingold who have years of experience in the fashion industry. They're not just in the business of clothes, they're in the business of fun, trendy, and personalized fashion. So if you're looking for that perfect first day of school outfit, then Kid Biz and the Biz are your go-to destinations in Inwood Village. And don't forget backpacks. John Hart backpacks are all the rage in Highland Park, and Kid Biz has a great selection of sizes and colors in stock. And here's a special deal. Kid Biz is offering free monogramming on all in-store backpacks through Sunday, August 13th. Isn't that a deal to add some unique flair to your child's school gear? So parents, don't wait. Shop local and make back-to-school shopping a breeze with KidBiz. Visit KidBizUSA.com. That's K-I-D-B-I-Z-U-S-A.com to learn more. Finding an oral surgeon is hard enough for yourself, and when it comes to your kids, it can feel impossible. We suggest our friends at Stewart and Arango because from emergencies to wisdom teeth and everything in between, they have you covered. Stuart and Arango are board certified with MDs who specialize in full scope oral, facial, and implant surgeries for both children and adults. Not only is their office state-of-the-art, they lead the industry with the most advanced techniques and procedures. And when it comes to safety, they are pediatric and adult advanced life support certified and use a three-day local anesthesia, which keeps you comfortable while limiting the use of opioids. Best part is they're conveniently located at Northwest Highway and Hillcrest Avenue. So if you want the best of Big D caliber oral care, come see the friendly staff at Stuart and Arango. To learn more about them or book your appointment, visit saoralsurgeons.com. That's saoralsurgeons.com. Martha's got her son going off to, Blake's going to play football as a freshman. If there was one piece of advice you could give your freshman self, what would it be? I'd, I'd just say to, you know, keep a positive mindset, you know, not let anything negative affect you because the way the way you think if you think positive then you'll be positive and if you think that you'll do well and you know visual visualize yourself doing well on the football field and that'll most likely happen because it gives you it gives you pretty much natural confidence and so i think that's really important that's probably why i would tell them take it all in it it goes by really fast it feels like just a couple of days ago i was a freshman and just make sure you're getting the most of it because I really regret dreading Scott Makers and powerlifting. It's, it's one of the best bonding experiences you'll ever have with your teammates. So just take it all in. I would say if there's anyone out there debating on doing football or not, I think you should definitely do it because, I mean, it's just so rewarding. Like the feeling on Friday night after a win and playing, it's, 
it's really th- there's nothing like it. I, mean, I think in your freshman year, just kind of knowing your role and doing your job, especially is just something like the underclass or, or like upperclassmen will recognize and see you kind of like like just doing your job, like coming to practice with 100% effort every day, like coming with a smile on your face, like upperclassmen will notice that and kind of take you in and start realizing, oh, like you're fun to be around, like you're doing your job, like you like you like to be here, like that's kind of something I notice. I say I believe that hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard um, because you may be the smallest kid or the biggest kid um, and there's going to be lots of ups and downs, but if you keep working hard, um, it pans out or even the, the kid that works harder um, will end up maybe even becoming better than the talented kid. Um, and then I'd also um, piggyback off of what Henry said um, and just have consistency in showing up every day to powerlifting, to Scott Maker, to football practice. Consistency is key. I love your advice. I think it's great advice, not just for football, but life in general. I mean, it is. You just show up, you have a good attitude, and you just keep going. I'm going to save this and listen to it. It's good advice for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> all ages. Okay, so all of you are seniors now. Obviously, you're playing a whole lot more than you did last year. I knew the whole team last year. I don't know everyone this year yet. But tell me, just, like, what has it been, tran- like, transitioning from junior to senior year? Yeah, so I feel it definitely has – I mean, junior year, you're still kind of an underclassman, especially on the mostly senior football team. And so you're kind of playing for these seniors you're playing for them because you know it's their last season. So you want to leave it all out on the field for them because you know they're doing that for you. And so coming into your senior year now, you're playing because you want to leave it better than you found it. You want to lead the juniors to make them better um, and just kind of set a path for them almost to leave a tradition that the seniors before you left. So I think that's how I look at it. A lot of it is this is the last time you'll ever play with the people you've been playing with since third and fourth grade in flag football. Like, it's it's a really leave it all out on the field, and if not, you're going to regret it. And another thing, when you're a junior, you don't have as much varsity experience as the seniors do, and so something I would have to do is I would have to sometimes rely on certain seniors, and then when you become a senior, now you have a greater responsibility to the point where now there's other underclassmen that are now relying on you in order to do well. Yeah, people are now they're turning to you. You guys are the top of the, yep. you know, top rung. <laughs> so, guys, I would kill to be a fly on the wall in the locker room because Highland Park, you guys are known for coming in, you know, in, in a clutch moment, right? Mm-hmm. In the second half of the game. What is it like? What goes on inside that locker room? What, what are you guys told to do? Or are you allowed to tell us? Um, yeah, I'd say I firmly believe we have the best coaching staff in the country. I mean, their game plans, they know exactly what to do. They do a great job of scouting the team. Um, and then also knowing what the team is doing the first half and being able to, do, to adjust to that. Um, and then also I believe it's very important that we're player-led and at halftime we're all very serious no matter the score, whether we're down, whether we're up, like we <laughs> hopefully should be. Um, it's, it's always very serious. So it's like keep, keeping your head in the game. Is that really what it's about? Mm-hmm. At, at halftime, which is really interesting, what we do at HP, which I don't, I don't know if any other high school in the world does it. Everyone sits down, no one says a word, and everyone self-reflects. Hmm. There, there's like, there's no word said, and if you do say something, you'll be, you'll be yelled at. <laughs> okay. And, and, um, I we all we have this saying. I don't know if y'all have heard it called Scotty's find a way. Oh yeah. 
And yeah, I just think that a lot of it is the, the community and knowing that the people that you're playing for, they're all supporting you. And um, it just always seems to kind of boost everyone and we always find a way. Well, it's such a good saying. I was saying that to Coach Allen when I had him on the show, is that sometimes I'm in the stands and I'm at halftime and I'm worried because maybe you guys are a little behind. And then I, somebody near me will say, you know what, Scotty's find a way. And that just, that phrase is just such so catchy and it's so true. And it's just a good reminder that you guys will figure it out. You're going to come back and you're going to do it. So Scotty's Find a Way is basically your theme, your motto. Uh, and you all have faced some adversity. Tell us a little bit about that for each of you. Yeah, so a time I had to overcome adversity was uh, definitely when I was in my junior year, and my primary position was center, but um, we had uh, our starting left tackle, Lawson Petty, who was actually a you know, captain, go down with a back problem. And so uh, I had to step up and uh, pretty much had to learn how to play left tackle in a week. And uh, it was definitely hard because, you know, I hadn't played tackle since middle school, and uh, – my primary position was center since freshman year. And so with the help of uh, my coaches, like Coach Wells, my offensive line coach, and you know Coach Farnsley, my other offensive line coach, uh, I was able to go into that game we had that Friday. We were playing uh, Irving MacArthur. And um, you know, I actually ended up playing pretty well, and I don't think I'd be able to do that unless you know I had that support from my coaches and the support from my parents. And... Uh, so yeah, that was that was a time I really had to overcome that you know adversity of playing tackle. My sophomore and junior year, I had two really major concussions, which really scared me because you hear all these stories of people saying, "Oh, he got a concussion. He was never the same," and just things like that. And what really hit me is like, I don't want to be one of those people who football ruined their lives but for about two months after that I was I was so scared to get on the field I was I was timid I was scared to get hit and then something clicked and I was like you know what if I get a concussion it's it's all in God's plan so I'm just gonna play my heart out not be scared and do the best I can so I couldn't help but notice the other night at the scrimmage you had a very interesting helmet that I've only seen in, seen in the NFL. I haven't yet seen anyone in high school wear it. Can you tell us about that? Yes, ma'am. That's that's the Guardian. So if I get hit in the head, it, it cushions it to where it won't blow up and make my brain shake. Same with the Q collar that I wear. It's to prevent my brain from shaking when I hit the ground, which is what a concussion is. And... Um, I really appreciate the the coaches getting those things for me because it, it shows that they not only care about me as a football player but as a person sure. and, and my future and in sports. Yeah, so the cue collars, it's something I wore on the cross too. Um, it's really something special. It helps increase blood flow to your brain so your brain doesn't rattle around in your skull basically. Um, and so I know they used them in the military too with um, like grenades and like explosions and stuff. And so that's something that I like to wear too. It's very helpful. I'd say the biggest obstacle I've had to overcome was breaking my back my sophomore year. First game of the season, I broke my back, and I didn't get to play that whole season until first game of playoffs. Um, I'd say the biggest thing to come back for me was just being in the weight room. Um, I knew it'd be a hard journey back, but 
the weight room is crucial, and it's a perfect example of how to fight back against uh, adversity. And then I'd also like to shout out um, the coaches, especially Coach Stringer, um, who would come over to my house when I when that happened and just be there for me um, because I was a receiver at the time, and he was the receiver's coach. And then also Coach Leidner, who would pray over me for my back, and it was just super cool to see, see the um, – the coaches just have my back all the whole way through. One of the biggest parts about our, our culture at Highland Park that contributes to overcoming adversity is the kind of mentality of the, the next man up mentality. And we have, we have lots of depth and, you know, so many people want to play. And there's just even, you know, even if you're not a starter on the team, you still have a major role because, you know, you're the next man up. So if someone goes down, there's always someone behind them that has been waiting that's uh, ready to step up and take their role. So football teams are a lot like families, and you guys have said that. You know, you look to your left and your right, and you've seen the guys that you've played with so many years. How do you feel like that tight-knit community has played into your team's success? Yeah, I mean, just playing with the same people you've played with all your life is just it's really something special. You don't find it anywhere else. Um, and so kind of growing up in this small community that's very tight-knit is truly special because you know the people you're going to the school with the same people that you are going to graduate with and play football with. So it's, it's really special. Well, I'm sure it's very confidence-building too. For sure, yes. Yeah. yeah, with me personally, I mean, most of my friends came from football. And so just getting to be out there on that field with my friends just gives me a, you know, a sense of, just comfort which really helps me so nothing brings our community together more in my opinion than sports especially football and everyone will be there tomorrow night tell me how that makes you feel like when you look up in the stands and they're just filled and people are going crazy does that energize you what do you think about it it's definitely very energizing i mean having a couple thousand people watching you play high school football is something you don't find anywhere else in the state of I mean you find in the state of Texas but you don't find it anywhere outside of Texas like having those big Friday night lights moments is really special to town like Highland Park and and Texas high school football well you know there was a a few teams that we played last year that barely had anyone in their stands and Mm -hmm. it really made me sad and really made me realize how special our community is and that we really rally whether it's a home game away we're there we're packing the stands Mm -hmm. but you just looked over there and there wasn't many people over there. Yeah, for sure. Some of the Irving teams definitely had kind of a smaller fan base and barely a student section sometimes. So it's definitely shows how much Highland Park football means to the community. Right. I think that's something that makes us a little more successful than most of the other teams is that just we have that community with us. Well, my favorite is the student section, the guys in the striped overalls. They're, they're very enthusiastic. They love when I come by and do videos. <laughs> they crack me up. I think I might get some of those overalls this year and be one of them. <laughs> okay, guys, we got your big game tomorrow night, the first one against Marcus. Tell us the time and location and all the details. Yeah, so it's tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. It just got changed. From uh, 7 to 7.30, to right? From 7 to 7.30, yes, because ma'am. Because it's going to be so much cooler at 7.30, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and so we're at Flower Mound Marcus at their stadium. Um, they definitely have a strong defense returning. I know they just have some strong defensive linemen I actually train with. Um, their offense, I think they have kind of a newer, younger offense, and so it'll definitely be a fun, exciting game. Sounds great. And another thing about them is they actually have a new head coach, and so 
it's uh, definitely going to be a different experience than last year, you know, with this new head coach. And so, and they have a new offensive coordinator, so a lot of new coaches for them. So we don't really know exactly what they'll be doing. So we're just going to have to react. Yeah, there could be some changes. Well, I feel like you guys are ready. I can tell. <laughs> okay, so in a few weeks, you all have the big dinner coming up. Tell everybody about that. Yeah, so we have the um, Caniac Supper. So it's, it's a fundraiser for the football team. And you come by to the cafeteria, and you can get a ticket online. <laughs> and you just come by to the cafeteria, eat some canes, um, meet some of the, some of the staff, and it, it'll be fun. So It's September 15th, 5 to 6.30. You have a DJ, and you have a silent auction, right? Yeah. Lots of good auction items, I'm sure. And you come to the game after. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Can you all eat that Cane's chicken and then play football? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. How does that sit? <laughs> Probably not the best thing. <laughs> so is there any, any special messages you want to say to the community and just, like, help get them out there? Well, first off, we just appreciate y'all, and y'all are huge to our success. Um, we really, we just appreciate y'all. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a special team this year. Lots of younger guys, so it'll be exciting, kind of fun team to watch, young team. So a lot of people flying around, especially the scrimmage. I think the hustle's out there, the attitude's out there. It's just, it's just got to all come together. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think people don't know how much it actually helps us, so you should be there. Get out there and yell loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely come out to the games because you mean a lot more to us than you think you do, so... Man, I always say the more the merrier. I mean, the more people in the stands, the more fired up the sideline and, you know, the players on the field will be. There you have it. They want you out there. Bring your family. See you tomorrow night. <laughs> well, you guys are all obviously very impressive athletes, but it's really nice. And obviously you're chosen as captains for a reason. It's just nice to hear what lovely people you are as well. And I think you're a real inspiration for other kids in high school and other football players. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Well, guys, thank you so much. This has been such a treat. I'm so happy that we got all of you in here at the same time. Yeah, thank you very much yes, for having you. us. Yeah, thank thanks. You so thank you for having us. Fun. So that's been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time. Go Scots! Go Scots!